0: In a world where technology and marketing collide, two heroes rise to help make sense of it all,
1: one podcast at a time. Welcome to Mo and Joe's
0: Epic Tech Talks. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode, episode 38. 38. Of 38 of the Mo and Joe Epic Tech Talks Show. Uh, this nice. is a fun week. This is a fun week because you want to know why? It's why? Super Bowl week. Oh, that's right. That's and that's tomorrow. So <laughs> That's right. So it's interesting. We will we're recording this today on Saturday. Super Bowl is tomorrow. So I don't know, we're either going to release this like I think after the Super Bowl. So we're going to make our picks and then you will have heard there's no there's no coming back because these will be pre-recorded. Right, and, and so uh, that'll be a part of the show. But the big topic for today, which actually has a Super Bowl tie-in, is Amazon. So we're oh, going to yeah. talk. It's an Amazon episode. We have got a lot of things to talk about. They they reported their earnings on Friday. There was a new update on Amazon Prime membership. They're Crazy, yeah, nutty. There's a update on what they're doing uh, with their new inventory system. Leading to uh, all sorts of nightmares at Whole Food, I think. Yeah, it's like a year later after
1: they were acquired and all that other fun stuff. So yeah, we can we can do like the before
0: and after. And then an acquisition. We have got to talk about this crazy. <laughs> this fits into our Super Bowl theme as well as this crazy Super Bowl ad from Amazon. It's got like Anthony Hopkins in it, and
1: it's like star studded
0: yeah. awesomeness. Yeah. Yes. So I we mean, did
1: that ad? I wonder which agency did that ad. I'll have, TPN. To, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, T- they did. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I forgot you guys are
0: really big into the media and broadcast. That's right, huge. <laughs> we do tons of it. I might even plug TPN Prime, our new Amazon. Oh, well, let's talk about that real
1: quick. I forgot about that. You guys launched, TPN launched the new capabilities. Um, I saw it all over the place, all over social media, all over LinkedIn. So tell me a little bit about what that, that's all about,
0: mister. Well, Manolo, Amazon, or TPN Prime is your one-stop shop. For Amazon support. No. Uh, Well, we've been working on Amazon for a couple of years now. I mean, um, but what's happened is it's just the demand has become um, such that we uh, wanted to take our offering and package it up differently, but also offer new services as a part of it, bringing on people to support the initiative. uh, We recently launched the Amazon Health Score, where we'll go in and take a diagnostic view of what you're doing in terms of marketing and merchandising inventory, uh, how you look in terms of SEO and search and then um, and then make recommendations on where you can improve as well. We also launched our first Alexa skill. Uh, nice. Month. Yes, that we who, did Which
1: uh, CPG or who? Who's
0: yeah, there? no, we can talk about it. I mean, it's in the uh, it's in the the uh, the skill store, if you will. It's called the Clorox Clean, where you can ask Clorox for daily cleaning tips. Very nice. Yes. And so, yeah, that's that's, that's big Prime. news. That's big news for you guys. And congratulations. Thank you. It's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. All you have to do is look on LinkedIn, and you'll hear about it. I know.
1: I saw it all over. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal, so <laughs>
0: I'm glad you brought
1: it up. Thank you. Right at the top of the show, it's a straight pitch. It's nice. This, this show brought to you by <laughs> Amazon show. and TPN. That's right. That's right.
0: But um, oh, anyway. that's funny.
1: No, it's good. That's good. I think I think the you know from um, Amazon perspective on my end, it is a it's a great motivator because I deal a lot on the physical side, right? It's The stores, the retailers. And they're also very interested in what Amazon does from time to time. So it's 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 good news all around, I think. But I'm glad to to see that you guys are capitalizing on your, your deep bench now of experience on the Amazon side of things. So
0: way to go, dude. Well, um, maybe what we should do to talk about this uh, um, kind of – I think the best thing to do to talk about how Amazon is um, – Operating today, what's going to happen in the next few months is to probably start with they reported their earnings yesterday, and so um, we'll get into there. There's there's five specific things we want to talk about. Not so much the earnings. I mean they 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 beat. Um, but that's fine. It was interesting, though, just to give you some perspective. Uh, uh, there was it was a big down day in the markets. You know I think they were down a couple percent and like 600 points or something.
1: I think it has something to do with some memo. That came out. It had to do with the Trump. I don't know. <laughs> the,
0: but, new, uh, the Nunes memo. The, <laughs> and Amazon reporting. What's fascinating is if you look at if you look at like all the stocks, it was all red except for one. Amazon. No kidding. Was up like three percent, and so they beat. Jeff uh, Bezos for president, man. Jeff, That's what I, I'm thinking. I, I'm telling you what. This is a crazy time. Um, they are—they uh, beat in the top and the bottom line, and they um, they crushed it in the holiday quarter. Uh, and still, you know, they're North American dependent and accounts for about 60% of sales. Um, but, you know, this AWS service uh, is now about 10% of sales. So they're funding a lot of the profit out of that 10%, which allows them to keep doing things um, – to improve their service on the the retail side and on the Alexa side, and to deploy these cheap products to put Alexa everywhere, you know, to sell the Dot for twenty nine ninety nine, they've got to have all this capital from Wall Street. So it's impossible to have um, just an Amazon update, if you will, without without just recognizing the financial piece. So there's just wanted to get that out of the way because I think it's so it's so critical, but. What's more interesting to us, from like a tech and marketing focus, is, um, I mean, we've hit on this uh, maybe once or twice since the holiday, but it's interesting to hear them talk about it in these earnings reports because they were they sold tens of millions, they said, tens of millions of Echo devices powered by Alexa in 2017. That's crazy. I mean, that includes the the fire stick, that includes the dot, that includes the echo, that includes many of the new different form factors they have for these things. Um, and, uh, we are talking about, um, more than 4,000 smart home devices from 1,200 brands. This is what they released yesterday. They probably put some numbers around this that feature Alexa. Think about that. Um... So they have, they have let all of these other very well-known brands, just for example, Whirlpool Appliances, right? Yep. That's one, one example. Your Nest integrates with Echo. Your Ring video doorbell is some of the smart home connected devices. Uh, they all integrate. You're going to see cars integrating with Alexa. So, you know, brand name cars. And all of these things are pushing Amazon into your life in a way... That makes them an integral part of your life, and so they were very bullish on voice yesterday when they were talking about you know where they're where they 're headed, and um, the smart speaker category according to Comscore, has hit this critical adoption threshold as it finally rose up over that. We talk about this all the time, that 10%. You and I have talked about this in, with regard to like online grocery shopping, getting up to 10%. That seems to be and has been that tipping point for behavior around technology where things start to really take off. No, I agree. But I do think it, it's also going to
1: push just as voice adoption in general. So while they may have 75% of the market, we'll say, like that's, again, a, a general estimate of what Amazon right. has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, the you've got Google saying it has 400 million devices, right? But they're thinking it's the Google Assistant. So they're kind of spinning it in a way that makes you think. Because, you know, we think about Amazon as, you know, Alexa. But they the way Google looks at it is like anything that has runs Android or and has the Google assistant on it is also a Google voice device. So they're they're claiming that they are at the seven million device as far as Google Home sales go. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a really interesting and you know to your point about who all the brands that are partnering with them the same brands are also partnering with Google. You've got JBL, Lenovo, LG, Sony. Mm-hmm. They're all bringing in their own um, Google Assistant enabled devices. So I think we're going to see like again this battle is going to heat up quickly, but every time this stuff comes out it just says you know, double down on voice in any in any way or form because now it's it's the way people will expect to to, to engage, you know. To the point of you also mentioned all the, the smart cars that are coming out with Alexa. There's also I think Google has a actually a leg up. Oops, there goes my Google. I heard her. I heard her. I <laughs> shouldn't keep it till close to my computer. Um, the, yeah, I'm just talking about you, girl. So <laughs> I, uh, I I think that you know Google had a head start with the smart devices because they they were really looking at smart home. For a while mm-hmm. with their next platform and all the other things, so you know they're also claiming that they're on 1,500 smart home devices as well. So we'll see. It's still early, man. Still early.
0: Well, I too think... close to call. I don't know. So here's where you pivot. Mm-hmm. So Amazon Prime. Yep. 75 million. Now the estimates still range between like 60 and 90, but this is a, a brand new stat. 60 to 90 million subscribed U.S. households. It's globally, the, right? That's globally. Well, no. These are subscribed U.S. households. Holy cow! What? Yes. No, they, they are at the 50% point for total household penetration in the United all States. Right. All right, So what's happening is is that 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 um, content and, of course, everything that you get with Prime, the content, the shipping, and all these things, is such a value proposition that Google has not yet found a way to mm, impart upon us. I think differentiates because um, when – Amazon serves a very functional need for you, like adding things to cart, like providing you with content, like perhaps Amazon Music is something that you use. It is something that you use. uh, And you can unlock more music with Prime. I I just feel like despite the fact that Google holds the world's information, you're doing that as a function probably on your phone more maybe than you're just asking voice throughout your home. I I, I don't – I think – I think Google still has a really great built-in um, value proposition that Amazon does not and that they're searching the world's information and have gathered that information in a place where they can return it. And there are many times where Amazon Alexa falls down trying to answer those questions. Yeah, I, I, I think it would be very smart if that were the next place where they invest because if Google could get out of their own way, and we see this repeatedly. I used to see it when I was – Running search marketing campaigns 15 years ago, you know, the interfaces were kludgy. The experience to manage it was terrible. You know, the Android operating system is clearly second to iOS. It just seems like a company filled with engineers and smart people still hasn't figured out how to make things work for consumers in a way beyond just what they do in terms of the simplicity of their advertising product. That's my opinion. No, I think you're right. I mean, I I, would,
1: I, I the only point I would argue on this, and I think this is interesting, because now we're actually diverging in our how we think about things. I've never seen you on the other side of the table before, Joe. <laughs> so I'm seeing where your head is at, you Bezos lover guy. <laughs> um, no, I do think that you're right on those those points, but I do know some folks inside the – the Google Plex that are working. I, I, my Google just went off again.
0: <laughs> See, not user friendly,
1: right? Sure. Well, yeah, I don't think most people keep it right right next to them their bed all the time. So, <laughs> anyway, weird. weird. What, I know. Let's not go there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the the key is the way Google's taking the approach is they're they're seeding a platform that they want others to promote and build systems around. Whereas Jeff. Jeff's army is really pushing, you know, they've got the retail side they're pushing, especially when we talk about the grocery, they're pushing um, on-demand delivery. Like, all of these uh, commerce-based approaches is really what's fueling its growth, right? When you look at Google, they have all sorts of technology aside from just the assistant. Um, They have the AI platform in the cloud machine vision and things like that so things that'll enable better experiences i think are where they're placing their bets they're not necessarily looking this you know looking at this this specific platform to compete right they're going to they they've partnered with amazon's biggest competitor Right, Mm -hmm. so they're not actually pushing the the commerce piece. They're pushing an enabler for the commerce people to use, and I think that's what's the difference, and that's what we're seeing, is, you know, Amazon's got this focused approach, and they control every component of their. It's almost like Apple, right? Apple controls the hardware, they control the OS, they control everything, which allows them a lot of. Opportunities to really like push and control the market, whereas Google is, oh, I think I'm going to partner with these retailers. I, we're going to we're going to provide them with technologies, but we're not necessarily, you know, bringing in to your point, an entire experience around how people want to shop, that kind of thing. So I think that's what we're seeing here is different approaches because each company, you know, Amazon Prime is a commerce a website, right? Let's just say it. When you look at and and let me let me rephrase that they also have their their retail locations now all over the place and all the brands that they own things like that but Google's still a software company at this point and that's all they're focusing on Google
0: is an advertising company I don't know about that
1: <laughs> maybe that's where they're getting a lot of their revenue from but let's think about what they're pushing out there now what are they pushing out there. All sorts of platforms to enable other types of experiences,
0: right? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> but how many of those? The issue I have with them is if you look at, like, the Google X stuff, um, they I, – I just I'm, – I'm looking for them to deliver that innovation that actually is going to take off. What I, what I see from Amazon is they're deploying technology that people use. And what I see from Google, um, I, I don't know. Is it invisible and I'm not seeing it?
1: Uh, yeah, I think – well, I think what you're seeing is it's in use in other – they are the 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 wind beneath the wings, we'll say, of most of these successful platforms. Look at Waze and their um, – autonomous car platforms that they're working with and just natural language processing in general. The whole Amazon Go experience is all baked into Amazon's technology, but then conversely there are systems that are just like it that are powered by machine learning platforms and AI the same way Amazon has done it, right? But it's going to be available to retailers who don't want to buy into the Amazon ecosystem, for one reason or another. I'm not sure that it's it's a smart bet to bet against Amazon, but I do think that, you know, if you're going to put your infrastructure for retail experience in place, maybe you want to look at all sorts of platforms not just what Amazon's pushing out, right? Yeah. Hmm. So that's just me, right? Yeah, I think, I don't I think know. this is this is a good point that we can bring up. Time and time again, because I didn't realize that you were so pro Amazon these days. But I get it now. You're selling, you're selling the wares of
0: the Amazon devil. Also, here's what I think about. <laughs> I, here's what I think about. I think about Google Glass. Interesting, fun, not a consumer-friendly device. Nope. I, I think about what they but were. But you trying. know, it's
1: back and alive in the industrial. Um, industrialized uh, platform, right? They use it now for workers that are on the line and they
0: can kind of access information while well, that, they're working. That's exciting. That makes it maybe as interesting as a segue. I mean, this is my <laughs> point. Like, we, in the, yes. look at where they, in the one area from a consumer-facing perspective where they really had a chance to change some things to this to this issue, like this wind beneath your wing, kind of an infrastructure was Google Fiber. And they pulled back on that. Um, so I'm not saying that they they... I agree with you, have engineers working on technology that is far more interesting from a pure tech perspective and like a future vision perspective than what Amazon is doing. But the difference is, with Amazon, I see speed, I see results, I see things that are consumer-facing, and it might just be outside of advertising that maybe Google isn't really a consumer company at all. Because let's be clear, I don't know what the number is. They reported on Friday also. Their stock was down. They missed. I didn't read the details. But sure. here's what I do know is that they're still at least 80% dependent upon Google search, which is a huge – and maybe not just search because they've got a variety of ad products now right. uh, between YouTube and you know, display and these things. But they're one of the two big behemoths. I mean it's Google and Facebook, but even there, even there, Amazon – it's been all over the news, and it's been something that we, we have talked about many times, but their advertising business is set to take, for the first time in several years, some of that market share away from Google and Facebook, yep. which is, I, it just, I believe Amazon, of all of the big ones now, Facebook, Apple, Apple, who, who Apple may finally be getting their due. I mean, they... We've complained about them in the past. They're too slow. They're too arrogant. They're too self-dependent on their design that takes way too long to bring markets. Right, and now they've uh, had to cut back on their iPhone. That's right. Yes, and they're – speaking of stocks, they they all reported like Friday. It was crazy. Apple got crushed. Right. Right. And they they should get crushed. We are seeing a shift in leadership now officially, I believe, out of all these companies, Facebook, Apple, um, Google, Amazon, to Amazon is the absolute leader. Uh, and they have been able to diversify in a way that the others have not. And they are now, I'm building my smart home totally around Alexa, absolutely everything. And it makes me wonder, why couldn't, if they could have just gotten the phone right a few years ago, the, the, uh, they would be truly in a dominant right. position. Well, their home
1: kit is just floundering, right? That's Oh, basically- no, no, no.
0: I was talking about Amazon. Right. Yeah, but you mean Apple's HomeKit. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I mean,
1: well, I mean, the fact that you settled on Amazon is 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 telling also because you know most people. Again, I think I think you and I look at things, and we always have. This is where I think again we diverge. I look at the technology and and what's enabling, and I think you're looking at the commerce piece because that's how we think, which is not bad. But I think that's what we're hearing us both pontificate on today is is those viewpoints. So anyway, let's go. We, we, We strayed away from this Amazon Prime story, which is awesome. Um, let's bring it back. <laughs> oh, the crimes. But I like yelling at you. I mean, yes, it's okay because I'll, I'll, right. I'll just throw something out there that just makes no sense at all. So yeah. we're talking about how well they did. Um, I think what's interesting is I was shocked that that number – I thought that was globally. I thought that number you just oh, threw out was globally. I That's just Crazy. the U.S. Right. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. So, yeah, there's a huge army of – Prime members, which I am one. You know, I'm also one of the guys that will chase down the Amazon truck that comes by (laughs) once a week because it's awesome. (laughs) They don't always have the stuff I like, but that's still kind of a fun thing. Well, you got to
0: get uh, you got to get Amazon key. Oh, well, when they, can, they drop they, it off in my house? Yeah, they just walk it in.
1: No, no, that's. It's, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Dad, I'm not ready for letting anyone in my house that I don't know, even if they say they vet them. So that, that's where I'm drawing the line. <laughs> they're
0: coming to my. They're they're coming to my house today, actually. Amazon. Are you really? There. Oh yeah, not for, for key. Good for you. Not you put no, key no, in your house. No, You're no, crazy. no, 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 no. I didn't put key in. Amazon Fresh is coming to my house today. Oh no, so okay. I get some, some things yeah. for the Super Bowl. I needed it today, so they're coming between three and five. It's nice. Good for you. Good I for you. It. I ordered it this morning.
1: Did you order stuff from Whole Foods? Or did you just like whatever they had? I think chicken I wings and nachos. I, uh,
0: I think I might have gotten a three sixty five uh, salsa perhaps. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Or maybe a guacamole. <laughs> oh, that would be that's that's uh
1: that's fighting words when you when you buy store bought guacamole here in Austin. You got to make it yourself. These, oh, if you're, you're truly, right. you're right, truly, truly. So wait, well, let's talk about this grocery story, right? The yeah. Whole Foods. Uh, I think one of the the headlines was new inventory system giving employees nightmares, leading to mass resignations. So the machine that is the logistics behind Amazon, which is awesome, as well as, you know, the fact that they have, you know, optimized, they continue to optimize stock management, the how, how to purchase, all that fun stuff. I mean, that's definitely Amazon's deep bench of talent. There are also, you know, companies that have been purchased by uh, Amazon are feeling the pinch, right? So one of these articles is we're talking about how, there's like an 80-page protocol that managers have to walk these employees through to make sure you know, the inventory is right, to track the stock levels to make sure it's displayed right, all of that, and it's causing people to leave. right? They're driving the cost down and out of what's happening at um, Whole Foods, which is good because you know, I think that one of the other articles that was out there is how the, the cost will continue to come down. At Whole Foods, because of all of the things that they're doing to make it more efficient, but I think the toll that's being taken is on people yeah. in the store, yeah. right? Because you know maybe Amazon wants to replace everybody with robots. I don't know, but Whole Foods, which is a big, you know, a big deal here in Austin, a lot of people are. It's like, oh. Uh, in droves are going away because of what's happening with how it's being I guess reorganized and realigned to be more efficient so that's an interesting well, it has to do with
0: there. this this these walks that they take right yep yeah well, that, I mean that, that's pretty rough. When I think it's an interesting thing, though, this gets you to the precision that technology now allows for us. So, if their walks fall below an eighty-nine point nine percent for, uh, you know, where product's supposed to be placed, what the merchandising is, these things, you're talking about uh, a failing grade, and you're talking about the ability to fire people. And so, but to get to that level of precision, you have the technology which enables you to get there, and it it brings to mind things about. Monitoring of performance in a way that we have not been able to do in the past, and there's a human element I think that gets lost when it's only about that number. And but it, but it's it's a challenging thing because I mean, you know, it's a competitive environment, and you, you're beholden to these numbers um, by the people who invest in your company and um it creates this type of environment where it it becomes really more cutthroat than than maybe we've seen in the past, and so you look at maybe some of the downsides of technology are um it does cut inefficiency and it cuts waste, and oftentimes that means poor performers or people in general
1: right. Well, I think it raises the bar, and maybe that's another – it's not a bad thing in my mind. I mean, I think you should – if you know that you're going to be held accountable to a new level or a higher benchmark, then then that's the job, right? I think –
0: Jeez, I'd hate to work for you. Well, you
1: know me. (laughs) 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 Super efficient. (laughs) Take a walk, buddy. Whoa. Target has the same same system. It's the – what do they call it? Order-to-shelf – Platform and Target uses the same thing. I think. Yeah. I think to your point, we're looking at a new. Uh, I think they call it the fourth transformation, which is what a lot of the you know the buzzword mm-hmm. these days of how industrialization is happening at a super fast pace and super efficient pace. But it just, I I think that all of the things that were wrong with Whole Foods are now being fixed, and that's what we're just seeing. I mean you know i'm sure you used to shop at the whole foods like i did and i actually stopped because it was just ridiculous as far as well,
0: the cost it. yeah
1: we called yeah. it a whole paycheck that was what we called it right so oh, yeah i think we're going to just continue to see and i think it's going to all be because of how they're fixing the inefficiencies which good or bad is is just the way things should work in my mind things should be efficient and work well and yeah. You know, granted, it, if people can't handle it, then it's, it's probably not the right job for them. They need to move on to something else. So that's my story. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs>
0: right?
1: Yeah. Hello. Right. I'm a, I'm I'm all about automation and robots. Remember. So again, I'm looking at where we should just like replace people altogether and. Let them have a better job where they have a a happier life.
0: Well, speaking of (laughs) skipping things altogether, that's a good segue. Speaking of skipping things altogether, there there is some Super Bowl news. Super Bowl news, all right. Super Bowl news, and from from that bastion of forward-looking technology, TiVo. Yes. Oh, they're back. TiVo's back. First time we've talked about TiVo on this show, over 38 episodes, and now finally, and the last portion of this Episode we get to talk about TiVo. Remember TiVo? Did you have? I
1: did. I had like every TiVo they made. I think I have one in my closet, gathering dust right now. <laughs> you know, when, when the DVR came out, that was part of our cable boxes. It killed TiVo.
0: Yeah, at right all. Oh, yeah, I never have owned one. But do you remember? Uh, well, well, that's not true. Well, I had a very long time ago, about seventeen or eighteen years ago. Uh, I was I had roommates. At the time, one of them uh had it and you remember that sound that yep. when you like turn it on <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And it was this big, thick box. It was crazy, time-shifting television. Uh, I don't know how many people still use a TiVo, but they've got this new thing that they're they're pushing out there for the Super Bowl because, you know, everybody's got a product for the Super Bowl that you've got to have. It's a great way to, like, it doesn't matter if you're pushing, like, Doritos or Pepsi, it makes sense for the game, or it's like you got to have the perfect car to drive to the game. And anybody can find a way to market around the big game. And so, um, but what, what TiVo has done is, they actually have built functionality that—it's <laughs> fascinating. They've built functionality that actually allows you to skip the game. So to get to the game, the, the commercials, the commercial and they've called it "game skip." Yeah, it's gimmick. Come on, <laughs> game skip. It is a gimmick, but I mean, I got to give credit to TiVo for finding a way to stand out. I—I—I I, uh, got to say, I don't know how. Happy I've been with the commercials the last few years anyway, but yeah. um, So I don't think I. You know what?
1: Maybe some people do watch
0: the Super Bowl for the the the
1: advertising. I mean, I I'm not. I used to be really into the advertising. I mean, I like to watch the best of commercials, but maybe that's what it is. Maybe they found a segment they thought is pretty valuable, and then what? I think maybe they'll get the advertisers to pay double because that way they're sure that their ads will be seen on this <laughs> thing,
0: right? And then they can track it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I I wonder how many people are still subscribed to TiVo. But anyway. Maybe that's a good point.
1: Like, maybe this is a, a moot point feature in general because who has a TiVo anyway?
0: <laughs> Everybody that doesn't have one wants I, one, though.
1: I'd, I'd have to figure out what the current base of TiVo is to make sure this is really a valuable piece. But it's unique, right? It's unique. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well speaking of ads that they won't skip there is a new Amazon and the Amazon theme that we're keeping to there is an Amazon ad that's coming for the Super Bowl this year and it's they, awesome it's, it's pretty genius. good right it's pretty it's good genius so what's the premise it's
1: Alexa she loses her voice i mean Jeff Bezos is in the commercial that's how
0: cool it is <laughs> I, uh, uh, Dr. Evil, Jeff Bezos. Yes. Mini me. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe there is a creepy part at the end. And so you've got, uh, you've got all sorts of like celebrity sightings in this, in this like from celebrity chefs to like, uh, singer. And then at the end, yeah, Cardi B's in there. Yeah, Cardi B. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. G- and then- Gordon, Gordon Ramsay, I think, was the yep. celebrity chef, and all these people are like acting as the voice of Alexa for a time or something. And then at the end, there's this really creepy. It's like uh, Sir. I don't know if he's a Sir, but Anthony is Anthony Hopkins a Sir? He may be. I think so. Anthony Hopkins of Hannibal Lecter fame is sitting like out on a in a in a green area, very plush, and next to him as he sits in this lounge chair is this big peacock and he's feeding the peacock and then speaking as the voice of alexa very ominously asking the speaking to the lady by her first name while he feeds this peacock and then what i found fascinating that you might have missed is in the background as they fade to the credits or they fade to the amazon logo yeah uh they're playing nobody does it better that's funny. Yes. I didn't
1: realize that.
0: I didn't get that.
1: No. Well, of course you would. Of course yeah, you. Would. Of course I would.
0: <laughs> now that's the ninety-second version. I don't know how long they're going to run it uh, for the Super Bowl this year, but.
1: No, I think. Well, that I'll tell you the top two, and there are a lot of you know. There's going to be a lot of new commercials, but the the one with Morgan Freeman, and Peter Dinklage. Mm, yes, the Mountain uh, Dew and Doritos, unbelievable there and then of course they they have these guys like lip syncing to buster rhymes and missy elliott which is even better i mean morgan freeman rapping missy elliott's get your freak on i i don't see how more awesome you can get with that it's unbelievable you got (laughs) it everyone should google it right now just look up the mountain dew commercial for super bowl you'll you'll It'll,
0: it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I will. I we have to look at speaking of Mountain Dew. I just I, and you. I did not tell you I was going to bring this up, but I just I, I got an alert about this. Uh, Pepsi, speaking of Super Bowl ads, will launch a VR experiences around two of its iconic Super Bowl spots. And one of them, you remember the Cindy Crawford spot? Yeah. Like from like twenty five. Are they bringing ago? it back? Well, what you can do now through this VR experience is get inside that ad and to so like hang out with Cindy Crawford. No, that's what it says that's well i here's a question. So is that part of the show
1: of the the Super Bowl like well, what are you going to do put on your headset in between commercials and then play around with the commercial
0: well, it's uh, fa- yeah. yeah, it's fascinating you bring that up. They actually say, and I don't know how this is possible this was this is an alert that came out yesterday. Uh, they actually say uh exact plans for how the v r experience will be executed are unclear yeah, because it, it, it that's messed up. <laughs>
1: That's the downfall of VR, right? I, I predict that AR will supplant VR.
0: Well, it's going to be one of those things where, I mean, you, you've got to wonder if they run like a Pepsi spot and then they tell people to go download some VR experience. Right, which, which will take a while. Which how many so people are going to do that? Right, and
1: then you've got to put your headset on while you're watching the game. I mean, like, I don't get that whole
0: –
1: VR is great. But it's not something you can just, like, do. You have to be in the moment of wanting to be in VR. Then you can get into that stuff. But, you know, I saw another example. Uh, I, I think it uh, it was on LinkedIn, and somebody was putting together a new shopping experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily a, a VR experience, but it was an AR experience, and you were, like, in your house. And it would turn your house into a supermarket and you know, suddenly it would put aisles in your living room and things like that. And I was thinking, whoever put this together really doesn't understand how people like to shop. Because why would you turn your house into a supermarket and
0: shop that I way? don't I don't yeah. know.
1: No one no one likes to do that. No one likes aisles in the supermarket. That's just the worst experience to try to find a product on an aisle. That's like the hardest thing to do. And then they replicated it. So Anyway, I went, it's I went off. It's just yeah. gimmicky.
0: No, no, I totally agree with you on this one because, like, that's the beauty of ecom is that you just search by the product you want. Yep. Especially grocery shopping, people have lists. The important thing in a grocery store is to get on the list or to be somewhere positioned to get impulse. But it's about, you know, the majority of that basket is created ahead of time for many people. So, anyways, it's that's just that's just gimmicky. You know, that's just let's play yeah. with the technology and see what we can visually create. That's. Oh my gosh, this is,
1: you know, we're going to have to call this episode the rant episode. We are now ranting. Don't
0: get me started. I might start talking about the GM guy again.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) I forgot about him. He's still still in your subconscious bothering you,
0: isn't he? He he is. He is. He is. Because, you know, Tesla's going out of business tomorrow. Why? Because so. they started
1: to sell flamethrowers. <laughs> no, that's like what this that. guy—that's what this guy was saying. I don't know.
0: That's Who crazy. knows? But I don't want him to. I don't want him to spoil. So we should end the show. Let's end the show with our Super Bowl predictions that will be heard by everybody. Actually, after the game. So. That's right. So, wait, I don't even know who's playing in the Super Bowl. You gotta help. Oh my out. God. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> you know, like, do I really do? T- All right. It, it, it's, I know there's two, there's two um, players, right? There's two teams, right? One is from somewhere in the. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll go i'm sorry joe i was just baiting you i had to i could hear,
0: I could hear you them. know who it is it's it's the browns and the rams
1: right i thought it was like a bird and then some minute man or
0: something <laughs> i think like you're that. right i think you're right the patriots who won last year are in the super bowl with yes uh, with tom brady and Bill belichick and those guys who everybody loves to hate and uh philadelphia Right. But doesn't – all right. Who does the president like? He likes the Patriots, right? The Donald? I don't know. I don't know I who the think Donald likes.
1: The, I think there's like some connection between the Patriots and
0: the Trump. Make the Patriots great again? But they're already yeah. great. so yeah, They're awesome. You know, yeah,
1: that, I go with the winner. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Patriots? Ooh. Yes.
0: Well, well – Well that's good because I'm not knowing anything
1: about football, I think I like their logo better.
0: (laughs) And (laughs) make the logo bigger. But here's the thing. It's very patriotic. It's got red, white, and blue in it. Come on. Here's the thing is that there's a there's a line on these games. You know what a line is? Like a betting line? Okay. Like the one team gives the other team points, and you got to cover those points in order to win. It helps the underdog, people that are betting on the underdog have a chance, right? And so I think the line, I think it's something like seven points for New England. For New England. Um, And so I am pulling for Philadelphia. Um, But aren't the Patriots like a 4.5 favorite? Did you just pull that up? Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> In fact, I think the over/under total is going to be. Oh, you do 8.5. Oh, yeah. oh, it's, okay. it's up half a point from when it opens. So.
0: All right. Well, let's I let's know. do let's do a friendly wager. I will. You got to give me four and a half points, which means the the Patriots have to win by five or more for you to win. Okay. And I'll take the Eagles. And uh, we will um, we will wager that the other person. Needs to. I'm making this up as we go. We actually haven't discussed this. What right. should the wager be?
1: Nothing having to do with the tattoo, because I'm not getting Dustin no, 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 Timberlake tattoo no, or something. No, okay. No. Did
0: that? No. Did that once. Not doing it again. No, <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I have no tattoo. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's do this. Let, the uh, the loser for the next podcast will she'll, she'll be called Jar Jar Binks throughout. Oh dear the God. <laughs> okay. I'm in. <laughs> I am so in on that. She'll be (laughs) known as Jar Jar for the whole show, for the whole show.
1: Yeah, you will be referred to, and you will have to respond to the Jar Jar. Like to
0: Jar Jar, what do you think? I don't know. That's oh. perfect. I would rather I would rather give you like a hundred dollars than X. no, no, but that's uh... perfect. It is
1: worth that whole bet. We're done, done, Bro. everyone. <laughs> this is set in digital <laughs> recording history. That yeah. this is the plan, right? So Bro. okay, so we'll we'll we'll. I'm going to put this in the description when we post it. Yes, good. And then people will say okay, and then we'll see if we make. Good. Whoever makes when they hear the next show, they'll be like, why are they calling each other Jar Jar?
0: <laughs> this is great. This is like better than who shot Jr. This is the greatest cliffhanger of all time. Right. Who will be Jar Jar Binks? Stay tuned for episode 39. Right. And you'll find out.
1: So episode 39, let's talk about it real quick. We're trying to bring on our friends from the Graphene Pavilion, because we're heading to, B- to Barcelona in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. three weeks' time, yep. Yep. and uh, we made a lot of good friends, and um, the folks that run the Graphene Pavilion in Europe have agreed to be on our show. We just have to kind of queue up a schedule that works for them because they're, I think, like plus eight hours ahead of us or something, but mm. it'll be awesome talk about all the things that they're going to have and the differences. I think they've come a long way in the past couple years.
0: So, Yeah, it's exciting. I look forward exciting. to talking to them. It's yeah. a good
1: show to have, nice. and uh, we'll talk about why I'm calling Jar Jar Binks, uh, Joe yep. Jar Jar Binks, and yep. uh, I think that's it. I think that's Man. that's the oh, show.
0: I hope Philadelphia wins. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I'm just I'm, – I, I can't wait. <laughs>
0: I might regret this one.
1: I, I'm going to call you at – the end of the super bowl tomorrow just to, to rub it in <laughs> okay maybe maybe i'll tweet it and i'll i'll do a photoshop of your head on jar jar binks's body
0: go eagles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay All right. well that's the show everybody thanks for listening don't call me jar jar can i be r2 i want to change no no jar jar <laughs> in
1: mr. And binks. <laughs> mr binks <laughs> Is on the uh, that's awesome that's go the show some bye-bye got to get
0: to